Let's go, let's go, let's go on board, let's go, let's watch some Nicholas Cage. Let's go, let's go on board, let's go, let's watch some movies today. And we're back, everybody. Uh, it's been it's been a while. Nah, it had, well, you know, it's been a and I won't get into it because it's neither here nor there. But it has been a tumultuous uh, kind of two weeks in my personal life. Nothing, nothing crazy. Some crazy, some some crazy stuff at work, but I mean, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Uh, so uh, don't worry, you know, don't worry about BML Jeff. But just that's why this has been uh, kind of slow going with some of my projects here in the early year. But we'll get it on track. I, I still believe in 2020, even if January 2020. I was kind of a dud, personally. Right off the bat here, and we are, and this is, I'm calling this Chapter 2 of the Nicolas Cage project that I, I'm, I'm calling The Year of Cage. It's going to be a multi-year project, but for all intents and purposes, all intensive porpoises, it is, uh, is that a band name? Intensive porpoises. Intensive porpoises. That has to be a band name, right? Intensive porpoises. Yeah, I mean, there's some memes about it. Um, there's some mugs. It's actually kind of a cool mug. Yeah, I kind of like this mug. I'm not going to lie. kind of want to buy it. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, for all, we're uh, 211. 211. Um, I, I was about to go into, I was about to go into a, sing a 311 song, but I, like, completely just blanked on uh, the main 311 song. What is the main 311 song? How's it go? You know what I'm talking about? What is the main, what is that main song? How's it go? Seven, um, I'm sorry, I'm doing two things at once. Per the huge. All mixed up. Is that the one, is that the one that everyone knows? What is that? If what is the the go to three eleven song? That's another thing. So if you write, you'll write in myspace the podcast at gmail dot com. When you think three eleven, what's the first song that pops in your head? I guess for me it was all mixed up, but I, I don't. That's not my favorite song, and I, I certainly like a lot of other songs better. But there's got there's a more like three eleven y ubiquitous three eleven song that I'm missing. So give us a shout shout us out on the three eleven tip. But this is two eleven. Two eleven. Uh is a 2018 American action film directed by York Shackleton. He's a 45-year-old. I don't know the picture of the him on Wikipedia looks he looks 11. Uh he is best known for his films like Kush, Kush, Kush and MTV's Undressed, which was um, I think I yeah I used to watch that show. That was like that. That was like that kind of like uh it was like either a precursor to something or it was kind of a postscript to some sort of era of television. I don't really recall what, but it was uh I remember it was very um salacious and kind of like I think I remember if I recall there was like it was very ahead of its time or maybe behind its time. I don't know. One of the two, uh, clearly one of the two. Uh, he was a pro- prominent professional snowboarder. Um, in the early to late nineties. Well, that's kind of a, that's just the nineties then. It's just York Shackleton was a prominent snowboarder in the early to late nineties. Then you could just say in the nineties, right? 
Um, that's what I would say about that. Uh, honestly, um, some notable tricks performed by Shackleton include rodeo flip or the frontside rodeo. Uh, he was one of the first snowboarders to receive an endorsement deal with Airwalk, and in 1998, York's Shackleton's snowboarding was featured in the show Snowed In, a show produced by MTV. And it's, oddly enough, the late 90s, the early to late 90s, the 90s, uh, where it was my main MTV watching era as well. That's sort of I was born in 1981, so the kind of the mid to late 90s, uh, which would be which would be more of a period of than of any decade which you would use that kind of lingo. If you said early to late of a decade, you could just say the decade. But we're that we're kind of beating that uh, that down to a pulp. Uh, basically, he's a he's a real fun dude. Look, he's a he looks like a wild man a little bit. This is his most recent uh, project to date. Two eleven, two eleven, gonna make you shout, something like that. With the three, is there a lot? There's got to be a, a three eleven song that references the so, the name three eleven. Is there a song three eleven on the album three eleven by the band three eleven? I don't think so, but that's that would be something if there was. And back to the all intensive porpoises thing. Just Google that and go to the Google image thing. You'll have some fun for at least a couple minutes there. It's it's my guarantee. Okay. Uh, we use, on the on the previous installation of the Year of Cage Chapter One Eight Millimeter. I compiled a lot of audio clips, and those same audio clips were the ones that I posted on the VernonHow.com. This is, I, I feel like I'm mentioning seventy five different things here. But the the main part of this project is is housed and going to be featured on the website Vernon Howell. That's V E R N O N Howell H O W L, like a wolf howl. dot com. And ideally, every Friday this will come out, like as it is coming out today. And it's going to be a podcast. And it's going to be a multimedia experience, really. And the multimedia part of it is the actual post there at VernonHell.com because I have a lot of edited video clips from the movie. And so what I wanted to do here is starting with this one because what I did on the 8mm review was I basically just took a lot of the audio, a lot of the video clips that I made. I just kind of cut the audio out and I inserted them into the podcast it's already a lot of work for me to do the video editing pr- part of this and, and, the, and the writing of the actual post because it's kind of a long post. Uh, and, and, I, and I think that's kind of the meat and potatoes of the project is me doing the posts. And it's, and it's a full-on um, hand-to-my-heart hand homage. I'm literally putting my hand over my heart as a, just a, uh, and saying how much I am thankful and grateful to the great... Uh, R.I.P. Video Gum series. I think it was called The Hunt for the Worst Movie Ever Made. And Gabe Delahey, Delahey, perhaps, uh, he was the author of that. He's still with us, God willing. Uh, He's, I don't know, I should follow him on Twitter. I shouldn't look, I don't like looking at, Gabe Delahey wife comes up after Google starts putting his name in there. This This is the same Gabe Delahey. Not going to be looking at his wife. That's personal information. I don't know why Google wants me to look at his wife, but he's still he's still on Twitter. He's uh, got a website. He's got a website, folks. You know he's legit. Uh, Trump's DNA. See, you log on to Twitter and then you see. Th- I got a notification. I got an actual notification. This is news for you. Donald Trump's DNA has been requested by E. Jean Carroll's legal team. So this this lady's going with the uh, first initial. 
uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald style. Good for her. Get Gabe Delahaye, uh, his blog. He's got a blog on his website, but the last post was 2016. You're going to want to update that, Mr. Gabe. It used to be our his video game still is still available to peruse. Let's check out that. I guess oh, okay, they've they've lumped in the video video game was such a great blog was such a great great blog. Um, Kelly Conaboy and Gabe Delahaye basically, and I think is Joe Mandy posted on here. I don't, it was just a, it was such a gr- fun, um, such a fun fun fun. Blog. It was my favorite blogs, and I wish they'd bring it back. I know Stereo Stereo Gum is going uh, to back to an independently owned format now. So maybe if they can, maybe they can. This is my plea: bring back Video Gum. Let's do that. We need more uh, kind of ironic, post-ironic uh, coverage of bad movies and what what have you. So that's my plea. Uh, that's that's all I got to say, really. Goodbye. That's not. That's the end of the show. Goodbye. <laughs> I've talked. I've talked zero about this film. Basically, we went through. We talked about York's early to mid '90s snowboarding career. What did we do? We talked a little bit uh, about 311. And I also wanted to mention that the, that I have another new website. So this gets very convoluted. Like, what? What? How many websites of yours do I have to follow, young man? Well, I made this website. It's called Film. I just built it and it's a little it's not ready yet so don't 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 click on this but it's filmforlife.weebly.com it's one of these free website places and I'm still working it out. I got and I've been mentioning this on previous installments of the movie review show which is itself a show within a show. This is a show within a show within a show. So this, the first show is the the Year of Cage podcast with the Year of Cage theme song. Uh, and uh, that is also part of a movie review show. So the movie review show is very is a thing I've been doing for a long time here. Is actually uh, I'm I'm a I'm a seasoned vet at it. Uh, you can go to pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com uh, slash album slash movie review slash movie dash review. And I've done 237 of these bad boys, uh, counting this one. But that's not all, folks. <laughs> that's not all. It's actually also part of a larger podcast uh, that I put out called, um, what's it called? MySpace, the podcast. Then that this is seven. This is episode seven hundred and thirty-eight of that. And on top of that, I've created this other website, filmforlife.weebly.com. And what this does is takes the movie review show, which is part of, sort of what you're listening to now. It is what you're listening to now, but it's also the other thing with the cage thing. And it's gonna it's gonna seek. To compile uh, every film I have ever reviewed, and uh, there are uh, uh, there are a bunch of them, but if you know what I'm saying, and that's you know that's what I'm saying, so that's what I am saying, and that there are 280 shit, 282. No, no, no. Let's get this right. It's 233. There's 81. 285, I believe. I'm doing my math right. This is the 285th film I've reviewed. Some of the episodes of the show, I reviewed multiple films. and That, that was probably a mistake because it makes this math um, just slightly more convoluted. But uh, for me, that's you're talking about leaps and bounds of, of convolution. There's no collusion. Donald Trump, uh, but President of the United States. 
Okay. Uh, I'm exhausting myself, really, is what I'm doing. Uh, I just, just full-on exhaustion. I'm going to pass out at any moment. And the fact that I've even gotten 12 minutes into this episode is I'm hanging on by a freaking thread here, just in life in general. Why build this site? Well, why, why, why build this new site here? And why, why are you making this more complicated than it has to be? I, I had this very stupid scoring system back at my... <laughs> oh, God. There's another website that I have to mention called My America. Why, why do I do this? This is like... Why do I do this? It's very dumb. It's, it's, so, con- it's so convoluted. It's so convoluted. Anyway... I, I had this scoring system where I, I had this very grand idea where I would use the thousandth scale uh, or thousandth decimal point to then so to score every movie like a like a, a eight eight point five six seven and so then I would never repeat one of these numbers because there'd be so many how many numbers I mean there's millions of not well whatever how many numbers there are when you use the all when you use the three decimal points uh, you could fit in all of the movies I could ever watch in a life. Uh, that was my thinking, but what happened was it, it got difficult to score these, and I kind of, it was hard for me to say is this movie better than that because I was trying to put together this large list, this large list. So part of what I wanted to do with this episode here, neither here nor there, in terms of this Nicolas Cage project or any or any of the films really, but this is more of just a crit- critical analysis of how I, I score things. I'm going back to just your your old fashioned one through ten numbering system. Little, little uh, different. I, because I, I, I thought about this a lot. I did put some time into this, and so the, the tiers are. There's two types of ten out of tens. There's classics, which are just the, t- the perfect ten movie, ten out of ten movies. That's just like a new, that's your all time classics, okay. And then yeah, then I'm gonna do ten out of tens, but they're borderline classics. And you know, I, I have the right to reserve to to move any of these films into any of these other categories. And within the categories, I'm just gonna order them in alphabetical order that way it gets a little that way i don't have to worry about so much about is this film better than that film i just have to make sure i've I've got it in the correct tier so you have the two types of 10 out of 10s classics borderline classics okay nine number nine you've got uh excellence excellence in filmmaking a great film is it a classic film no but it's as near it's it's you know it's good as you can get something that's not classic just a great film highly enjoyable in every every which way that's a nine out of a ten an eight out of a ten very good film Sure, it's just like a, it's a solid B plus or better. Just a really good film. Uh, seven, a seven out of ten. It's, it's solid, but maybe a little couple of flaws. A seven out of ten. That's a good score, though. So pretty, pretty good, pretty good. That's my tier there. Very, it's solid. It's just, now you get to six. Okay, you know, it's okay. Six is okay. It's just the okay tier. It's like not likely to watch this again, but for the most part, I enjoyed it. But I mean, you know, I, well, you know, whatever. What are you gonna do? Uh, number five, barely passable. It's okay at best, um, but it's not. It's it's one that I can recommend if you got if you got nothing nothing to watch. It's just just past the threshold of what I can re- recommend in good faith as a film critique. Then I have uh, the not good the not good uh, um, ca- uh, tier, and that's either a three or a four. And then if I can put threes, the lower of the not good that is really not good than the not good that maybe have some parts like like this movie. Two Eleven is to me is is a four. Is it because it's got some parts of it that make it sort of like, ah, uh, you know, it's 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 maybe it's a bad film and it is a bad film. It's not a good film. I'm not going to re- recommend you take any of your time watching this movie, Two Eleven. But maybe there's something there that you can kind of 
get out of it. Maybe maybe it's something fleeting. Maybe it's a so good it's bad type of thing like this movie. Uh, and, and maybe you know with between three and four. Like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put uh, eight millimeter. Actually, I didn't give a number to. I don't think I'm gonna give that a three because to me that's that's more more egregiously bad and more annoyingly bad. Really, is more of the award. Uh, then I have the shitty category, and that's that's either a one or two out of ten, and that's just uh, that the ones are pretty much completely unwatchable, bad movies, not anything redeemable, no, nothing too, nothing so bad they're good, just bad, boring, and then you know ones are almost completely unwatchable. If I score a one out of ten, completely unwatchable, but that it's not all. Oh, there's a zero out of ten score, and this is egregiously terrible. Terrible. This is this is important. Uh, there's an important discrepancy between the, oh, giving a film to me a one or a two or or my zero score. My zero films are not films that are just just unwatchable, which they are, but they're offensively atrocious for could be very various varying reasons. And par- some of these that are that are on here that I'm gonna that are gonna be the, the inaugural zero zeros, if you will, are um, uh, of course the reader, which I just is is a loathsome movie. You've got Kevin Smith's Tusk has to be on has to be in the zero out of ten, um, and so on and so forth. Uh, those get those get the zeros. Uh, that's that's where we are. That's where we are at here. Let's go back to York Shackleton. I don't really even feel like talking about this movie. Like I said, I um, I put so much time into effort just now into making the the post with the video clips cut out and and some I made some animated gifs and you know I I, I do. You put some effort into it. I try. I try. I try my best here, folks. And uh, so go there. Go to vernonhow.com. Go. For, you'll find the year of cage stuff. It's gonna be all over the place. You can read the eight, eight millimeter thing. You watch the clips from eight millimeter too. Watch the two eleven clips. Basically, this is a bad movie. Um, I'm trying to get part of why I'm doing the this Nicholas Cage project. And I'm sorry that I, I went this. I've spent now the better part of twenty minutes here. Uh, not talking about Nicolas Cage and or the movie that of this week's um, that's that we're talking about this week, which in this case, two, 2018's uh, action bank heist film, 211. Part of the reason I have spent so much time on, on, on away from this is that I'm, I, I don't feel like the project has not, it's, we're still in such early f- f- uh, phases and we, we've gotten to, you know, I have to w- work my way through these, recent films and I'm doing I'm doing this project in alphabetical order to kind of stagger the recent films but the recent films are also very important because they're kind of the genesis for why I decided to take this project on I want to see what to make they don't feel I don't feel like and I, I have not looked up any financial information about uh, what Nicolas Cage makes when he does a movie like this uh, and, and so I, I can't imagine that it's all about the money. I mean, he's just doing these things for the money. What is it? Why does he just attach himself to so many, uh, so many of these projects? Like, I don't think I, the one thing I don't think I referenced in the uh, post review was that I was astounded by how many bumper production company bumpers there were. And it, and it almost looked fake. I remember, I don't know if you've seen the uh, Tim and Eric's movie, the billion dollar movie, I believe. I believe that's the movie that they have all these fake production company bumpers in the, at the beginning of the movie. And it reminded me of that. There was like three or four of these bumpers. There's like, are this, is this, am I watching a, these real companies that you've never seen before any other movie, other, uh, any other movie? Um, I mean, ostensibly, this is an indie film. I mean, I, I think. Well, actually, that's not true because 
This is put out by Momentum Pictures, which is a distributor owned by Entertainment One, which is a is a pretty big company, a Canadian company, but still nonetheless a pretty pretty big, um, pretty big company. Uh, it's a subsidiary of Hasbro. Well, Hasbro owns a lot of shit. They've just they've acquired like so many brands. Hasbro. They own this company too. So technically Hasbro toy company put this movie out. Um, yeah. Uh, so I guess not, 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 I thought this was an indie film just because of all the little bumpers, but I mean, just, <laughs> I mean, I, this has a 5% rating on Rotten Tomatoes and I'm actually looking forward to next week's uh, movie is, is, uh, is a 2019 film called A Score to Settle. And I'm looking forward to that because I feel like if this is 5%, man, I mean, I think there's a chance A Score to Settle might actually be like legit good if that's because I think I saw that had 17% Rotten Tomatoes. This is not, this is undeserved of a 5% uh, Rotten Tomatoes score. What do you, what do you think you're getting out of this score? I mean, I was, and I'm now looking at a guy named Luke Y. Thompson on Forbes gave it a fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes, writing, I can't begrudge you waiting until 2.11 shows up on Blu-ray at Walmart that also contains 10 other Cage movies, but I can tell you that when it does, you shouldn't skip over this one. And then Wikipedia, other reviews were not as complimentary. New paragraph. Uh... Somebody, Richard Roper gave it two. <laughs> Richard Roper gave it two out of four, which is like if you're going to review this, I guess I'm giving it a two out of four. Four out of ten is basically the same thing. So I don't know why I'm giving Richard Richard Roper shit. He wrote a muddled, overcrowded, trigger happy heist movie brim, rimming with cliches while constantly trying our patience. Um, but yeah, a lot of just bad, you know, just <laughs> I. I I, I, I don't say I like this movie because I'm not recommending. I'm giving it a 4 out of 10. It's not a good movie. But I, I, re-watching it when I was editing the clips, like, it's just, it's, it's so stupid. And it does, like, have, it does have so many tropes. It's just, like, it's basically, like, a hit-you-over-the-head trope fest. It almost feels like it's a parody. But it's not. It's not, like, it's clearly, like, they, they the guy who wrote this, who... The funniest thing about this movie is that the director, the opening credits read, uh, it says, based on a screenplay by York Alec Shackleton. And then it says, screenplay by this other guy, John Rebus, whoever that is. And then it says, directed by York Shackleton. So he, York Shackleton, he, he put in this movie based on his own screenplay, but he used his middle name when he posted that it was based on his screenplay on, 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 on the credits crawl. Then, and then he, uh, or the, you know, the on-screen uh, opening credits over the opening scene in Afghanistan, which I should mention, this is an Afghanistan war movie. It's a commentary on our post-war uh, dealings uh, in the Middle East after the second Iraq war and Afghanistan wars and what that does to the mind of an ex-soldier and what their lives are like once they get out of the military. And they're kind of wayward souls in a lot of way, and they decide to go rob banks in Chesterfield, Massachusetts. A lot of good uh, Boston accents in the movie. Nicholas Cage, of course, even though he plays a Boston cop or a whatever, Chesterford, Chesterford, 
Massachusetts. Uh, he does not do a uh, a voice. He doesn't do an accent. Uh, it was a disappointing. Uh, he should be doing an accent, but I guess Nicholas Cage doesn't do accents. He just sort of does Nicholas Cage, and he does look good. Like he's he's he has a nice flip out scene in this. It's a it's a scene that he's he's making uh, lemonade out of lemons. Basically, that's the old slogan, right? That's that what that's about. The, the lemonade people say that the lemonade thing. All intense and per, all intensive purposes. There's all intensive purposes. One of these pictures has one of the porpoises wearing a uh, machine gun kind of ammunition belt, uh, over the shoulder belt thing, the bullets in it. That's fun. Ah, you think you you think you think of something here? Intensive purposes. I'm like porpoises. There's got to be a band. All you know, intensive purposes. I like the suggested. Um, Think phrases, and one of them is just finless porpoise. Okay, is that that's that's a type of porpoise? And uh, they think, what were they thinking? I was maybe trying to actually search for an actual animal when I wrote intensive porpoises. I was trying to think of the finless. Finless and intensive aren't really that close to Google. I, I don't know what. They apparently live in the uh, Yangtze, Yangtze River, the river of porpoises. There, and there's a song by a guy named Tim Koch called Intensive Purposes. And we'll I'll let that play us out here. Thanks for listening to uh, Nick. Uh, it was in the uh, Year of Cage. You've been listening to Year of Cage, Chapter 2, 211. Again, my mea culpa on the... Um, not getting these, not getting these together. I was trying to do them every Friday, but now with the last Friday of January, it's only the second time one I've done. Whatever, that's not horrible. I mean, it's not like I've done none of them. I'm just behind a little bit on this project, behind on a lot of things. This being one of the things. Okay, and I do it, but I, I apologize. I've been trying to get that this do do this stuff a little bit more, uh, you know, more regularly. And uh, this one was kind of a dud, and there's a lot of explaining. So it was just me basically explaining stuff, which was not all. I guess not that fun to listen to. But uh, I do go to vernonhowell.com uh, to check out this entry into the Year of Cage canon, as well as last week or two weeks ago's 8mm. And then I can tell you coming up, we have the next. I can plug these uh, coming up because I do. I have them already. I'm ready to watch them. I'm ready and ripping a roar to watch these. The next three Nick Cage movies are 2019's A Score to Settle, previously mentioned. Available on Hulu, if you're curious. Adaptation, the classic Spike Jones movie, 2002. I'm actually, I have not watched that one in a while. I'm looking forward to that one a lot. Um, Cage. The fifth K year of cage movie that's coming around the pike in February, Amos and Andrew. I don't know anything about that movie. I think it's a, he's in as a, a cop buddy movie with him. And uh, it's from the eighties, I believe. And it's uh, him and uh, Samuel Jackson. I didn't even hear. I've never, I don't think I'd ever heard about that movie to be honest with you. Uh, so that's the three movies coming up on the year of cage. 
Uh, we are going to end you with this. We are going to end with the song. I've been di- in the background. I've been kind of downloading the song. I got it ready to go, and I have not listened to them to put it right into this. And first time I'm hearing it too, guys. This is an exclusive. It's Tim Koch with his song "Intensive Corpses." Hey, it's me again. Uh, that was not what I was expecting. I was expecting a novelty type song, but uh, I, I will add that since we're playing music uh, completely without um, any regards, copyright, etc., I will say that go to Tim Koch, T-I-M-K-O-C-H dot bandcamp dot com. That's off of an album called Faina or Fina, F-A-E-N-A. That's available there uh, for seven dollar digital download. Go check it out. It's pretty cool. That's some weird, that's some fun. That's some like experimental electronic kind of ambient. I like, I was actually really digging that. And, uh, we're here, you know, sometimes the threads that we go on, they take us down funny little paths, but we just gotta, we gotta let them go. We have to just let it go, let it go. And then watch some more Nicholas Cage.